Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Kataso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black Mental Health Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you guys about beating holiday depression and anxiety. So currently, we're going through a climate change. We're going through a seasonal change. So a lot of people experience what we call winter blues or seasonal depression. There is no medical diagnosis for it, so nothing official. But we kind of use that as a term, you know, when people feel different until so psychologically and physically because there's not much sun out. There's um, a lot of differences in how we feel inside. So we're not getting any vitamin D. So we feel different. So a lot of people say that they feel like they're depressed or have a lot of anxiety during this time. It's usually experienced during the winter time. And then when it comes into spring, everything is more positive. So we start feeling like ourselves. So about 14% of people experience um, seasonal depression or winter blues because it's so dark outside. And this kind of falls into my topic. So I just want to talk to you guys about, you know, beating this holiday depression and anxiety. This is a very delicate time for a lot of people. There are a lot of triggers that they're experiencing because, you know, there's changes in the holiday season. Um, there are a lot of things that they're actually missing or are going to feel during this time. So a lot of people during this holiday season, they have experienced a lot of loss throughout the years um, or are they feeling lonely or there are a lot of financial pressures. And that is really daunting on a lot of people. So you know how, you know, on TV, we see a lot of commercial about Thanksgiving, about Black Friday. Friday or Christmas for those who celebrate. You know, there are a lot of different holidays that trigger people. And I want you guys to pay attention to how you're actually feeling during this holiday season. So some of the symptoms that you can experience during holiday days are feelings of loneliness or feelings of loss or, you know, financial stressors. And these can manifest in ways that, you know, we don't recognize like during holiday seasons, if you're having a hard time falling asleep, you're binge eating or binge drinking, you are losing a lot of interest in the things that you like to do, or you're having trouble concentrating, or every time you think about the pressure of, you know, the holidays, you don't eat and you feel different. You isolate. A lot of people feel like the holiday time is really, really daunting. Now, I want to say that you are not alone. You are not alone at all. A lot of people experience a lot of depression during this time. So I want to talk to you guys about loneliness. So, you know, a lot of people may be estranged from their families or don't have a significant other or they're far away from their family. So they don't have a lot of people to, you know, call on as far as support systems. So, you know, the holidays can be really difficult. 
And for those people who are experiencing loneliness, I want to encourage you to to try your best to get up and be active. Do not sit in your loneliness because it only makes it worse. Just because you sleep it off and hope that the 24 hours passes by because you don't have family nearby to celebrate um, the holidays with, okay? I know that, you know, Christmas is one day or Thanksgiving is just one day, but those are holidays that are important to some. So in order for you to get through that is by making those connections with other people. There are other people who are nearby you that experience the same exact thing, participating things like holiday parties, if you wish, so that you have those connections so you don't feel that the little bit of loneliness because sleeping in a way is not the solution because it's still going to be another holiday. It is still going to be another reminder when you get up about who you didn't have or the loneliness that you feel inside. So try to involve other people in your holiday traditions, um, If you're feeling alone, create your own holiday traditions and involve other people. Or if someone that you know is having a holiday party and they invite you, get up and get out. You have to make those friends and you have to be able to get out of that loneliness because it's only going to eat away at you. If you don't have those people around you or you feel uncomfortable with talking to other people, Do something locally. There's always other restaurants that are available for people to hang out at. They have Thanksgiving meals or, you know, they have celebratory events to celebrate that particular holiday, whether it's Christmas, whether it's a birthday, whether it's Thanksgiving. Confide in friends as well. Sometimes that little phone call with somebody that understands you or understands your situation about why you feel lonely is also important. So talk to friends, talk to family members, even though they're at a distance, they may be able to give you that confidence or, you know, alleviate that loneliness that you feel. Get out. Be active during this time. The second one is loss. This is the most important one, I think, of all. Loss and grief are so, so hard to deal with. Like grief manifests itself in so many different ways. So another thing to negate loss or, you know, to not feel the guilt of having a good time during, you know, holidays, a lot of people who have lost parents, siblings, or family members, it's hard for them to enjoy that holiday. And it really causes a, a wave of depression. And people sometimes feel guilty because they're having a good time on a, on a holiday and they just lo- lost a loved one. There's nothing wrong with celebrating. One can commemorate that loved one in that celebration. I know some family members like to have pictures of that specific person at the table or in the house somewhere, you know, doing something that actually, you know, involves that individual that has, you know, crossed over. So, or cooking their favorite dish, that could help with the loss. Talking about the good times that you all had when the person was here. I know this is easier said than done, but, you know, wallowing in that doesn't help. You know, doing the work. Grief and loss is a very complex 
um, type of feeling. You never know when it's going to hit. So it could be the day of the holiday, the day before the holiday. And I always say preparation is the best. Once you prepare for what you may feel or the expectations and um, what you're going to feel on that day. So I always say use grief and loss as an example of how you can move forward. Like I always say, you know, the person that has passed on is now within you because the body is just a shell. That's the concept that I like to use because now you have that person everywhere you go, even though we miss the physical form of that individual, but there's always a way to incorporate. Another thing, finances. Woo, that's a biggie. During the holidays, there is a lot of pressure to spend a lot of money. Please do not spend the money that you do not have. Please do not commit yourself to things that you cannot afford. This causes a lot of people to fall into a deep depression. I have had clients come to me and share that. I don't even have money. I only have $10 to my name, but I have kids and I have family members that are expecting so much out of me. So now I'm going to be using my credit card to fulfill their needs. Let's backtrack to like Christmas. This holiday is a very special one for a lot of people. At the same time, this is the holiday that a lot of people accrue the most debt. We have to be diligent in how we spend our money. You know, small children forget. You could buy $1,000 worth of toys for your children. Yes, they're going to love that memory and going to remember how much you've done for them. But that doesn't measure up to the amount of love that you have shown them throughout the year. The $1,000 that has not been spent... The kid now forgets about the toys that you bought them because now they're going to go play with all the toys that they've had before or they're going to play with the toys that you've bought for like a week and now they've forgotten. They've moved on to the next thing that's more interesting. So we can't continue to put ourselves in debt to fulfill what other people want. If we cannot afford it, we could put it off to birth to a birthday. We could put it off to another time. We always have to be transparent and really honest about what we can and can't do. Sometimes we even have expectations of ourselves of what we need to do for others. And that really causes a problem for ourselves. If we cannot afford it and if we cannot pay for it cash, then we should not be buying it. That's another conversation for another time. But if we cannot afford it, if we cannot pay cash for it, then we should not be getting it, whether it's Christmas or whether it's a birthday. We have to be able to have those conversations that are real, that are tough to have. Because then that causes stress down the line depression because now we're drowning in credit card debt 
or now our children no longer care for the toys that we have. Now we're disappointed or uh, now we're having a problem in our relationship because now we're stuck having to pay bills that we didn't have any business having to, to begin with. So we have to have those conversations and those are really difficult to have, especially during the holiday season. But, you know, proper planning can also negate all these things. So some people buy small gifts throughout the year until it gets to Christmas, which could be a good thing to avoid that financial burden that we're going to have. We have to reduce commitments to people that are in our lives because those commitments that we can't withhold, I mean, commitments we can't. Uh, which word am I looking for? Uphold. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Uphold. Then we shouldn't be doing it because it's causing us stress on the back end. We have to prioritize our health. Please take the time to work out, do yoga, do something that is, you know, going to make us feel ful- fulfilled. Because in the time of feeling bogged down and depressed and anxious about what's to come, prioritizing health is really important. Reduce the amount of drinks that we have. We do not have to binge drink. We do not have to binge eat. We do not have to stop eating. We do not have to, you know, stress ourselves out to the point where we can't sleep. Especially for the little things that are avoidable. Now, when we talk about grief and loss and loneliness, those are things that we can't really uh, too much control. But we have to take responsibility of how we deal with our illnesses. And whether the illness is temporary or, or, you know, something that's very permanent, we have to take responsibility of our healing. And the holidays have a funny way of making us feel less than. And this is not the time to feel less than. This is the time to actually cherish that time that we have with our families. We do not need to feel guilty for our loved ones that are not here. We can still laugh. We can still have a good time and honor those people in our time of togetherness because we all have a story. So seasonal depression is real. Holiday blues are real. If you are feeling like you don't want to be here anymore, you feel like harming yourself, harming others, or you're emotional, or you're binge drinking, or you're having trouble falling asleep, or you have trouble concentrating, you, you're isolated, you don't want to do any of those things Seek help from a professional. That's I'm always going to say that on each one of these podcasts because this is real. We have spent so much time trying to avoid the assistance that we need that it has caused us to have a trickle-down effect. It has caused us to continue to perpetuate a cycle that is not really helpful to us. It has caused us to be in a state of inavailability to the people that love us. So this is the time that we actually isolate the most instead of coming together with our family members. Please take the time to love on your family members and cherish this time. And, you know, the things that are holding us down down are things that are going to help us get up. Once we sit in it, and it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel upset. It's, It's okay. It's okay. We need that time. 
because that allows us to reflect on what's really happening to us during this time. This allows us to really think about the things that have been affecting us, maybe that we've been avoiding. So once we get through that hump, we're like, okay, we know what we're feeling now. So now what do we do? What's the next step? We have to take responsibility for our healing. So you could use this podcast as a reference on things to, you know, work on or when we're feeling lonely or feeling lost or, you know, we're feeling this seasonal depression. We're feeling these holiday blues because we have so much pressure to fulfill commitments that we probably haven't even signed up for. So only sign up for the things that you're able to seek through. And if you guys have any questions or if you want to know more about how to beat it, because there's more ways to beat it, ask me, you know, seek help from a professional, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family members, you know, love on one another. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear. 